Hey, it's James. I'm calling from an undisclosed location because, frankly, I need a vacation. So, all this week I'm going to be out, but I'm leaving you with some of my favorite Dispatch episodes all this week. So, here's one right now. Hey, it's James. We're trying to learn more about you, dear listener of this show. So if you have 30 seconds, either while you're brushing your teeth or waiting for the train, would you mind filling out a survey for me? All you got to do is visit theoutline.com slash dispatch survey. Again, that's theoutline.com slash dispatch survey. That's all one word. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a new story on the theme of power, culture, or the future. Handpicked from theoutline.com. I'm your host, James T. Green, and this is The Dispatch. Culture. My favorite vine is... And Derek Gaillot is a staff writer at The Outline. The Apple Care Lady, which is the white lady who walks into an Apple Care and just starts screaming. I was told by Apple Care <laughs> that I can walk and tell the story again. And get the part! Wait, what's yours? It's hard to say what my favorite vine is because there's so many amazing ones, obviously. But the one that I was thinking a lot about, which is kind of like a quintessential vine, is the Do It For The Vine girl. Yeah, like the, the, the black girl in her little ballet getup. And she's like getting amped up. And she's like, do it for the vine. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. It's very sweet. It's very special to me. Do it for the vine. Do it for the vine. I'm gonna do it. Do it for the It's been one year since Vine, the looping video app, was shut down by Twitter. Intermarket News Twitter is discontinuing Vine. Now, it was the app famous for videos lasting just six seconds. Well, it looks like the Vine has withered and died. No, not Vine! It was my favorite part of the internet! And like Anne, I loved Vine. My first Vine was at work. I just did this really bad six-second video of a Beyonce photo. And as the Vine app continued to progress, I noticed that people were getting more creative, especially black folks. They were making these incredibly funny videos that were kind of already adaptations of black humor online as it was. I think the thing that I love most about Vine is just how its quickness lent itself to jokes that are kind of understandable only to certain groups of people. So the Law and Order Vine by Christiana Gillis is instantly recognizable to people who have watched tons and tons of Law and Order SVU mouthing along with the intro, but you know, to other people. That's the one where she, that's the one where she sort of mimics the intro to SVU where it's like, this is the special victim scene. Is that that one? Yes, exactly. And then yeah. does this like super quick cut of her facial expressions to each like dun dun. Known as the special victims unit. These are their stories. It's interesting that you mentioned Cristiano, who's someone that you spoke to recently about the demise of Vine and you know sort of what she's been doing in this past year. So tell me about Cristiano. Who is she? Yes, Christiana, she on Vine, she created under the username Natural Example, and she made a lot of comedic vines just about things in her life, like hanging out with her friends in her 
dorm room or just like memories from her youth um, that were really, really funny vines. And she got quite a bit of attention on Vine, got viewers, um, got followers up into the hundreds of thousands. She wasn't like a Lele Pons level fame, um, famous Viner, but she was someone who was a really big part of the community and made a lot of really popular Vines. I put my phone down and I just went back to regular life. I think at the time I was working at night, so I recorded it right before I went to work. And when I came back, like my phone's notifications were just going crazy. I'm like, what's going on? One day in the mail, my mom was like, you received a package and it had Vine on it. I was like, what? And so I opened it up and it was just a lot of things from Vine, like an amazing quality cap. And then the super heartfelt note. Um, I really love the note because they hand wrote the note. It wasn't something that was just printed. So, hey, Christiana, thank you for being a wonderful and unique part of the Vine community. We love you. After Vine, a lot of the bigger creators migrated to Instagram and YouTube and did marketing videos and comedy videos and channels on those outlets. But Christiana kind of stepped out of the whole content creation game and um, people who are fans of her work were kind of wondering where she went. So, so what has she been up to? After Vine ended, Christiana had a lot of big changes in her life. Her mother became really ill and had to get radiation treatment. She lost her car, and she also just lost this creative outlet that she would turn to every day to get her ideas out and to, you know, do something creative. So over the past year, she's been working really hard at a car dealership, um, raising money to help pay her mother's medical bills. And she's been doing a lot of work building a creative community in Memphis, working on her own abilities to deal with harassment, which is something she faced a lot of on Vine, and also just kind of observing the way the social media content world is now and seeing how she wants to jump back into that world. She hasn't made a lot of videos for YouTube and Instagram, like I said before, but she is trying to figure out a way to get that quick humor that she developed on Vine um, into a brand or a, a social media channel. It's no small fact, too, that Christiana and the people who she surrounds herself with are primarily, if not exclusively, Black creators. And... I think that their experiences are pretty unique to other people on the platform when it did exist. So what did you observe was particular to to their experiences and how they viewed Vine one year after it shut down? Right. So there's almost two phases in how Christiana and her friends and a lot of other Black users from Vine view the app. There's like this, like in the beginning time, it was a really they see it as like a really pure creative space where a lot of different young people, especially black people, were making really funny videos, were like making great dance videos, starting trends and sharing ideas across Vines. And then at a certain point in Vines history, there came a time where um, work by like less, less celebrated black creators was being 
appropriated and stolen and copied by bigger creators. Please welcome Logan Paul. I started off on Vine. That's where I blew up and uh, eventually switched to Instagram and Facebook videos and then YouTube. And now it's like, I'm yeah, out here. It's crazy. <laughs> the like biggest example of this is Peaches Monroe, who coined the term on fleek, which became from her Vine a huge phrase that was used to market all types of things was used in different songs. We in this beach, finna get crunk. Abraz on fleek, the fuck. But she never got um, compensation for what was essentially her intellectual property. So I think the experience that Christiana had and a lot of young black creators had on Vine is that they would popularize a certain joke or a certain trend and not really see the type of returns on it that people like Jake or Logan Paul saw for their prank videos. Why do you think that Black creators don't really have as much success outside of Vine? One thing she expressed was that if she wasn't going to be the girlfriend, the side chick, the mammy, the Jezebel, then some she wasn't able to appeal to a lot of audiences that she would have otherwise had she stuck within those stereotypes and those boundaries. I was like, I'm not going to be the side chick. I'm not going to be doing all this stuff. And he was like, yeah. shoot, that was all my ideas. You're looking at your book like, well, cross that out. <laughs> Recently, we've heard an announcement from the founder of Vine that V2 or Vine 2.0 or whatever the name they land on is possibly coming down the road. Are you optimistic about it? Am I optimistic? That's a good question, Aaron. I'm actually not that optimistic about it. I think that Vine, Vine 2 could be really, I mean, I'm not sure. I've been wrong a million times before in my life, but I feel like the magic that was with the original Vine, where it was such a new thing, where people didn't have these preconceived rules or notions about what a Vine should be and everyone was experimenting was really where the magic was. And unless they can kind of recreate that organic discovery and creation that they had with the early days of the first Vine, I'm not sure it won't become just a venue or a vehicle for sponsored content or something. Hopefully Vine 2 will be dope. Don't tell uh, Jake Paul, Lele Puns, if they if you tell them, they can't be on here. And Derek Gallo is a staff writer at The Outline. Thanks, Anne. Thanks, Aaron. Hey, thanks again for sticking around while I'm trying to relax on vacation. We'll be back with new episodes on Monday. Take care. <laughs>